Good morning, it's Friday, February 2nd, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast, where we're bringing you a closer look at our top stories and what other important things going on in our community. Today, we dive into the heated debate over Arizona's Empowerment Scholarship Account Program, which has grown significantly since its inception in 2012. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lawley from the Lawley Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lawley dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lawley deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona trivia. Did you know that Ron Hall was a pro football player who was born at Fort Huachuca in 1964? He played tight end in college for the University of Hawaii and was selected by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the fourth round of the 1987 draft. He played for nine seasons with the Bucs and finished his NFL career with the Detroit Lions. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Benson Hospital. Benson Hospital's partnership with Tucson Medical Center offers a cardiac rehabilitation program for individuals who have had a heart attack, bypass, or other cardiac events. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. Arizona's Empowerment Scholarship Account program has grown significantly since its inception in 2012, initially designed to support students requiring special education, foster care children, and those seeking higher-performing schools, the program has evolved dramatically, now encompassing nearly 73,729 students statewide and costing Arizona taxpayers almost $1 billion. The ESA program allows for the use of tax dollars to cover a wide range of educational expenses, including tuition for private and parochial schools, homeschooling costs, and more controversially, expenses like luxury car driving lessons and out-of-state vacations, which critics argue fall outside the intended use of the funds. The fiscal burden of this expansive program has sparked concerns, especially as Arizona ranks 49th in classroom funding per pupil and trails behind the national average high school graduation rate. Governor Katie Hobbs has called for increased oversight and accountability within the ESA program to prevent misuse of funds and to ensure that taxpayer dollars are spent on legitimate educational purposes. Her proposals aim to impose stricter standards on private and parochial schools receiving ESA funds akin to those followed by public schools. Critics of the program argue that the expansion of ESAs detracts from public education funding, with opponents like Save Our Schools Arizona highlighting the diversion of resources from public to private education without adequate accountability. Proponents, however, argue that ESAs offer parents more choice in their children's education and cater to the specific needs of students, particularly those with disabilities. As the debate continues, the future of the ESA program hangs in the balance, with implications for educational funding, school choice, and the accountability of taxpayer dollars in Arizona. Governor Hobbs' push for reform aims to balance the benefits of school choice with the need for fiscal responsibility and transparency in the use of public funds. As the discussion unfolds, the importance of oversight and responsible management of educational funds remains a central theme in the quest to serve all of Arizona's students effectively. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. 
Hi, this is Didi Rodriguez, the Executive Director here at Prestige Assisted Living. We are offering a free guide on heart health for older adults on our website at prestigecanhelp.com. It includes information on common heart health risk and tips on how nutrition, fitness, sleep, and stress management can promote a healthy heart. Visit prestigecanhelp.com to download your free guide today. Again, that is prestigecanhelp.com. Next, DACA recipients and other undocumented people face anti-immigrant policies that keep them from seeking mental health care. John Leos of Cronkite News has more on the story. People living under the Temporary Immigration Protection Act, known as DACA, face many hurdles that can cause fear, anxiety, and general mental health challenges. And DACA recipients aren't eligible for many of the health programs that provide physical and mental health benefits. As John Leos reports, these barriers mean many immigrants aren't seeking the mental health care that they need. Being in constant reminder of the fact that you are not fully approved to be in the country impacts you mentally. It, it, it impacts your behaviors in the way that there's anxiety that builds up from the uncertainty. So I was living in a very unsafe part of Mexico City. There were kidnappings happening around the neighborhood and my parents were afraid that that could happen to us. My mom's family had mostly migrated to the to Arizona. So because of that fear, we leave, left everything, even the dog, behind. And then we came here to the United States. I went to this meeting and they, they were supporting the DREAM Act and against Prop 300 and that's when I got involved. Proposition 300 was a proposition that was passed in 2006. And this is a proposition that denied in-state tuition to um, dreamers. The impact was tremendous because the ripple effect created depression. There were a lot of young folks who felt that they, because they didn't have the same equal access, they fell into depression. They fell out of the education system. And so it felt very demoralizing. It felt like, I, all this time I was told if you work hard, if you do everything you're asked to do, if you apply for these scholarships, if you sign up for this leadership program, you're going to be able to go to college and have a better life. And then it gets taken away. I got lucky that we were in a cohort that we found a scholarship that was able to support us privately. But my brother graduated in the year after and he it didn't get so lucky and he wasn't able to graduate from college. These types of laws whether they're being just introduced or the ones that are being implemented, create a fear factor in our community. The talk about being reported to immigration, um, drawing attention to yourself that the authorities might come to you if you access uh, any sort of benefits like health care benefits. SB 1070 was a law that was passed at the Arizona State Legislature. Um, and basically, it was the show me your papers law. It called to punish immigrants in every way possible, meaning if somebody was transporting an immigrant, if somebody was harboring an immigrant, it asked for people to report immigrants. Um, it asked for uh, police officers to um, turn over immigrants to, to uh, immigration. And I was um, uh, on my way to a camping trip and my brother was stopped by the police um, and they pretty much got us all out of the car. Um, they asked us all these questions. I had my ASU ID, but I didn't have a driver's license. 
and they uh, pretty much handcuffed all of us and put us in a car and then we were put into deportation proceedings. Thankfully, because I was involved in the movement, I knew my rights and I knew to ask for talking to an attorney and I had memorized that phone number. And luckily I got a, I got a phone call to use that phone number and be able to like get released. Um, but if I had not known my rights, I don't know what would have happened. And so after that experience, it really, I felt very depressed. I have also experienced um, the uncertainty, the stress of the survival mode, like being constantly like what's gonna happen and being hypervigilant and being really careful about uh, the decisions that I make, who I hang out with, what do I have? Am I, like is somebody, am I giving someone a ride? Are they carrying something? Because if I get stopped and they're in my car, like how's that gonna impact me? Am I gonna get in detention? And it could lead to deportation, separation from my family. I don't know where I will go. I haven't been to Mexico in like 20 years. And I know that's so forward thinking and so catastrophizing, but those are some of the, like, some of the thoughts that can happen. And if you talk to a therapist, those are some of the thought distortions that can lead to either depressive uh, symptoms, anxiety-related symptoms, PTSD. Um, suicide is very prevalent amongst folks who just, they see no light at the end of, I'm sorry, I'm choking up. They see no light at the end of the, of the tunnel because it seems like there's never gonna be an opportunity. We're never gonna move ahead. It can be really a really scary experience to share something personal about yourself that is so related to your identity. Having spaces of community, um, it really helps to, to show that they're not alone in that experience. Um, and at least, even though it doesn't completely fix the problem at the root, it allows to have some relief um, that they are not alone and that others are navigating that. And so I really always try to encourage people when I give an interview or we have a workshop to remember that they're not alone, that they're worthy and that their voice matters. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. Randy Huston, a seasoned Western music artist, is set to perform this weekend at the Arizona Folklore Preserve. With a career spanning 30 years and influenced by a deeply musical family background, Huston has crafted a unique contemporary cowboy style, blending emotions from joy to sorrow all rooted in his life experiences on a New Mexico ranch. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Daniel Beaker, who passed away at 82 in Hereford. Born in St. Louis, Missouri in 1941, Dan was a devoted reader, writer, and a patriotic veteran of the Vietnam War, serving 20 years in the Army. Survived by his wife Shelley of 55 years, children Mark and Patrick, along with six grandchildren and six great-grandchildren, Dan's legacy is one of service and passion. 
He authored several books, was an avid sports fan, and a mentor in life and play, teaching his family the values of dedication and strategic thinking. Dan cherished his time with family, his deep love for his country, and the simple joy of a game of chess around the kitchen table. His burial with military honors will be held at the National Memorial Cemetery of Arizona on April 29th. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Dan's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.